Welcome to The Accidental Pioneer, a podcast telling stories from the frontiers of baseball. I'm Michael Johnstone. Join me as I talk with coaches, players, and fans from around the world. Men and women who see baseball as a new and exciting sport in their country and want to do their best to make it more popular within their community. Hear stories of how they're using this game to impact their communities and make a real difference in their country. Welcome to episode number one. I'm really excited about where this podcast is going to take us. Hopefully it's number one of many. Um, I'm Michael Johnstone, and I'm calling this show The Accidental Pioneer, stories from the frontiers of baseball. Now, I've got a planned out show here uh, with an exciting list of interviews to share with you. And for this first season, we're going to be looking really at stories from players and coaches from around Europe. That's where I got my start. That's where I currently work. And so that's where the stories are going to be from. I'm looking forward to sharing these stories with you to be able to talk some baseball listen to other guys talk about their experience in baseball, and then share these stories with you and maybe hear your story one day. So I'm excited to be able to share these stories with you from players who have gone abroad from America to help establish and strengthen the game, and probably more importantly and more interesting are the stories from local players who are embracing the power of the game to transform their own communities So I'm starting out the series with some of my own stories to help give you a feel for where I'm coming from. I didn't actually move to Europe with the intention of getting involved in baseball. Um, I went to Vienna to teach at a school. And really, we were pretty ignorant of how widespread baseball had become in Europe. I mean, we, we thought we were leaving baseball behind in Southern California. In fact, we left most of our baseball equipment in Southern California. And so I was pretty surprised when our school hung up the flyers advertising the spring season for the local Little League. And then about a week into practices for my son's team, I was asked if I was interested in playing with one of the adult clubs. And it was that morning that began my journey from being just a boring history teacher in Vienna to getting to introduce the game of baseball in the nation of Kosovo. And that first game in Europe was on a Sunday morning. It was early in April in 2011 at the Raven's Nest in Toul, Austria. Now this field is carved out of a forest about 45 minutes northeast of Vienna. I got a ride with another American guy. and As we drove up to the park where the field is located, I kind of was straining through the trees to see the field. I knew we were getting close, but I just couldn't see it. And the driver of the car that I was in and he assured me that we were close and just keep looking. And so we pulled into a dirt roadway and still there was no sign of the field. And then we pulled over to a park in the midst of thigh-high weeds and opened the door to get out and still there's no sign of the field. And then we had to follow a trail over a drainage ditch kind of through some large growth and still there was no sign of the field. Finally, as we made our final steps through the forest, I heard the field before I saw it. And what I heard really made no sense. 
Leonard Skinnerd was blaring from the snack bar. Really, uh, Sweet Home Alabama was probably the last thing I expected to hear that day. And not that American music isn't prevalent in Austria. Uh, I mean, there's 80s music on every radio station, it seems. and I just didn't expect the atmosphere to be like that. Yeah, it's probably my own ignorance, obviously. But I didn't expect it to be as lively as it was. So as I turned the corner and I saw the field, you know, I experienced one of those standard baseball cliches. You know, that cliche that's in almost every baseball movie. And you're coming up through the tunnel to see the field. And you got this explosion of blue sky. And then that green grass comes at you, highlighted by that red-brown brick dust. Well, you know, I guess there's a reason why cliches are cliches. You know, the difference was, though, we weren't coming out of a tunnel. We were coming out of a forest, and the dugouts were shipping containers, and the field was being dragged by a dude in full uni riding a bike. And that was my first experience. And it's kind of my, my favorite memory, because it reminds me of why European baseball is so great. The games themselves were fun, obviously a little bit different. The normal chatter and trash talk was there with baseball terms in English highlighted with what seemed to me to be made-up German phrases and guys who sounded like they could have grown up on my street uh, alongside players whose English language ability seemed to be built on the use of on-deck, strike, out, you know, come on, blue, <laughs> things like that. Uh, there were players all swagged out, rocking Oakleys and guys who were wearing work gloves as batting gloves. I mean, as I walked up, I was wearing soccer cleats and a billabong hat, for goodness sakes. But there was decent baseball being played. The pitchers were pumped up after a two-out K, and infielders were making solid plays in the hole, even though they, you know, they airmailed a throw or two. That's normal. And guys were upset when they struck out. They threw their helmets and other words that showed their grasp of the English language, were thrown out as well. But the fan base seemed to know what was going on. But I wasn't really a pioneer on this frontier. I was a latecomer. I was, it was been 30 years since the first explorers of baseball first visited Austria. I guess I became that accidental pioneer three years later when I received an invitation from the ambassador from Kosovo to Austria to be a part of a team from the international school to develop a service project. After a series of brainstorming conversations about what we would actually do, uh, we settled on putting on a baseball camp. And it turned out as we started to plan, this was going to turn out to be the first multi-day baseball camp ever held in the country of Kosovo. And that camp ended up being the start of a of what is now a successful effort to establish a federation. Um, we were able to establish this federation in 2016 along with seven clubs. And we're working now to establish a school introduction program and a national team program in order to be part of European competitions in 2020. And it's been pretty awesome to be a part of this. I really, I, I still don't know why I get to be a part of it, but I'm along for the ride. And in the years that I've had the privilege to be involved in European baseball, uh, it's the stories about the pioneers to this frontier that fascinate me the most. You know, one of the first conversations I had about the beginning of baseball, in Austria at least, was with an old coach who started a baseball club 30 years ago 
after falling in love with baseball during a semester abroad in the States. He came back with a couple of gloves and started playing with his buddies in the park. I hope to be able to share his story with you in one of our first issues. Now, the impact of the work of these pioneers is huge. You know, it spreads to the teenager with the American passport who has never played the game in his homeland, to the 35-year-old professional who has never put a glove on his hand before and is confused when he's told to put his glove on his left hand. And then that absolute joy on that same professional's face when he makes contact with a ball for the first time while swinging in a cage. And it goes to the school kids who are introduced to the game for the first time in their PE classes. And so as this podcast progresses, there will be stories from national team-level athletes and first-timers who are just working to establish the game in their own country. There's going to be stories about the quirks of playing this American game in Europe and the impact that the game is beginning to have on communities and individuals. The stories about players who have been amongst the first in their communities to play this game we love, I hope will inspire you. Because these stories are not just about baseball. And don't get me wrong, basically all these stories will be baseball stories. But really, these are stories of faith and courage. And many of my guests will be men and women who have seen a positive result from what they're doing. When I talk of faith, you know, obviously I see practical, big picture, spiritual faith as being a motivator for many who are involved in the game. But I'm also talking about the day-to-day faith. You know, this, this assurance that something that doesn't make sense can actually happen, and I'm going to try to do some work to make it happen. And my story, and the stories that I'm going to get to share, are definitely, they definitely include both of these levels of faith. Now, I hope you're going to be able to see those as we, as we share them. I'm going to be able to talk with players from all over the spectrum, and it's my hope that their stories will make you laugh, that these stories will pump you up, Uh, but mainly that these stories will remind you of the power that this beautiful game has. You know, the way it can bring families together. How it can build communities of otherwise disconnected people groups. And how it can bring people together that are from formerly warring sides. So, finally, may this podcast remind you that there's no need for translators when the song is the crack of the bat and the cheer of the crowd. Be blessed play ball. Now let's check out the frontier together. See you later.